0: Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the Southern Quarantine Cabin in Boca Raton, Florida. That's right. Every Monday and Thursday, your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's how it works. That's how the donuts get made. You listen to the show. You get your ha's. You have a good time. And then you tell somebody. Tell anybody. We'll take them. And and some people would say, well, I don't have any single friends. They don't need the show. No, they need a laugh. People like other people's problems. This isn't just a, re- a single person's show. We take emails about people in relationships, married, divorced, cheating, not cheating, loving, hating. We take them all. So I'll take all of your friends. And I say it every time. Mama, papa, sister, brother, coworker, anyone with ears will take the earless community too. I'm okay with that. And listen, I got live shows, live shows, live shows. Yep, they're happening in states that will allow it socially distanced shows. Tampa, Florida, Tampa, Florida, Tampa, Florida, get those tickets to get those tickets. Des Moines, Iowa. That's right. I I I don't. Des Moines, I'll go to Des Moines. Tampa seems a little bit more luxurious, even though it's probably not. Tampa has kind of its own reputation. I think it's, I think it's the strip club capital of the world. So you know, I don't think your priests are going to want to go there. So so listen to each their own. I'm also on YouTube. I want you to get subscribed on YouTube. I got some fun, fun, fun in the sun going on on YouTube. I also Patreon. We're doing big things there. If we get to a thousand Patreons, I'll do a live stream. Of the Princess Diaries. Yeah, that's right. The Anna Hathaway Classic. I will live stream the Princess Diaries only on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Patreon.com slash Jared Let's get to our guest. I'm very excited. First time on the show. Hilarious comedian, Eagle Wit. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me, man. What's up, Jared?
0: It is a pleasure to see you. Um, everyone right now, I want everyone to go follow Eagle. He's hilarious. He's hysterical at Eagle wit official. That is his Instagram. It's going to be all over my Instagram. Also, he has a comedy central. Would you call it a special? What's going on? What, What would you call what's what you have out right now? Because people can watch you and laugh at your jokes while they're sitting at home in their cold apartment, just wondering when things will let loose. Like this is the perfect opportunity to get involved with you.
1: It's a nice pandemic set. We filmed it outside and stuff. It was different. Uh, you know, County Central gave me a shot to do do a little ten minute sample.
0: A ten minute sample. so this is a ten minute set, which I think is a perfect number for anyone that's watching, listening here to pause the podcast, go to Eagle's Instagram at Eagle at Official, and in his in his bio is the link directly to the set. Are you getting good feedback? YouTube is a tough place. I, I'm, I'm starting to make my way into YouTube. Are you feeling? I'm afraid of YouTube. Like I, I, I'm afraid of of dealing with a YouTube commenter just because they seem to be like the most. They're like the black belts of hate.
1: It is. Uh, you know what? The first it was up. I'd say the first half an hour, first hour it was up. I was like, oh, this is bad. Like it was just all hate, and then it switched. It was like you know, it just switched halfway through. I, I like. I feel like. Uh, I did like a really like social commentary type of set, and all the conservative white people jumped on, and then the black people showed up late, like we do. <laughs> that was good, but they showed, up, they showed up late.
0: That is hilarious to hear because it is. I mean, based on my fears, this this is exactly what I'm talking about. They're the haters are just waiting there, like like the. I mean, to tell people the ti- tell people the title of your YouTube. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's literally, uh, what would happen if cops shot white women or something like that?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so in, with that being in mind, I'm like, they must like, it's almost like they get an alert, like a, a keyword went off for like the, the like the, like, like the alt right community. Like we have to get angry. Right.
1: I mean, immediately it dropped at twelve. At 12-1, there was so many comments hating me. I was like, Oh, this is not- <laughs> i was like you guys didn't even watch the set yet. It's a 10 minute set. It's 1201. It's
0: definitely- yeah. Well, it it it's actually comforting. Like I I I'm actually comforted by their hate being so irrational that it's like, oh, it, then they just hate anything. It doesn't even, they're not even watching. They saw a title that said, you know, woman and it's like game over.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's really I mean, they're so excited to comment. This is what they do. I feel like people who go on YouTube and bash it's like their hobby.
0: Yeah, 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 and I, listen, it is, uh, you know, there's a famous quote, like, pity the qu- the critic, like, you know, like, I do think, like, I I think criticism is a good thing, like, I don't think there's any comedian that thinks criticism is a bad thing, like, we we go on stage every night to make bits better, like, we are the, the most practiced version of a lot of things, like, there's a lot of people doing less practice to get to where they're going than we do.
1: Oh my God, we fine tune everything to such a disgusting level.
0: And, and yeah, and so it gets to the point where it's like you do have someone that watches 30 seconds and is like, fuck this. That you're like, go fuck yourself. I have gone on stage 7,000 times to make sure this bit worked.
1: Oh, yeah. Or they'll derive something from what you said that's technically not what you said. They just don't know how to comprehend things. And well, you're like, hey, not doing they.
0: They're their masters, the haters, the losers as I call them, are masters of finding moral authority. So if you're if you're jo- if, if all you do is sit online and hate on shit and get angry, you really don't do much else. It's not like you're out making money. It's not like you're out like having sex. It's not like you're living a full, fun life. So the only way for them to really like win is to be morally correct. So they'll say like, the name of your bit is, what if cops shot white women? It's like, nobody should shoot anybody, you know? Like, And you're like, what?
1: <laughs> That's exactly it. They're looking They're looking for something. They're looking for something. It was fun watching them get drowned out when the good comments started coming in. And I'm like, oh, you guys look stupid now. This is good.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like the, when the Avengers show up at the end of Endgame, when it, you hear the music change and all of a sudden the little... Do you, you watch Avengers... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, and he, he... When they... All of a sudden, everyone starts showing up behind, you know, the <laughs> Avengers and, and, like, you know, uh, the, the the final war starts up. It's like the good people finally... The rational people who actually watched your bit show up. Yeah, man. It was nice. It was it was refreshing. I went back in for a couple hours I was like, okay, because I was
1: feeling shitty the first hour. I was like, this... Oh, man.
0: Well, that's the thing people don't understand. It does feel shitty. Like, I have people that will go, just don't worry about it. They're just stupid YouTube comments. It's like, no... You have to digest it.
1: Absolutely. Also, the people who will be like, "Don't read the comments," where it's like, "No, I do stand." This is what we do. We need. Yeah.
0: How it goes? Well, I want the feedback. I want to know exact. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I. It's very. Uh, you can only understand if you understand. It's one of those things. For
1: sure. For sure.
0: So so listen. I but I I'll say everyone needs to go follow Eagle right now at Eaglewood Official. Go go go! It's all over my Instagram, and you can watch the special right now. If you're on YouTube, this is an easy click for you. Cause you're watching on YouTube. Just move over. It's on the comedy central page.
1: It's on the comedy central page. Comedy central standup.
0: And listen, I'll say this. I've seen Eagle on stage a hundred or more times. He's fantastic. You're all going to love him. It's a great set. I've watched the set. It's great. So go watch it. Go follow Eagle. And he's got a podcast that's not out yet. Maybe we're not sure, but it's coming out and it's called willfully ignorant. So Get involved with Eagle right now. Follow on Instagram, follow on YouTube, go watch the set. And then you're all set up for when his podcast comes out, right? Uh, Jared,
1: you're the GOAT. Absolutely.
0: Listen, let's do some emails. You ready? Boom. I'm excited. J-Train podcast at gmail.com, J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> Got a little frog in my throat. This This first title gets me. It's called Boyfriend Fart Concerns.
1: It's uh, my favorite title yet.
0: <laughs> and, well, listen. As a boyfriend who farts, I'm very. I'm immediately interested in this topic.
1: As a boyfriend who farts.
0: Yeah, this is my. This is my. This is my strength. I know this world. It is me. Are you a farter? Would you consider yourself a farter, Eagle?
1: I'm a farter, but I'm real. Like you know, I'm shy about my farts. Uh, I I try. I try my best not to fart all the time. You're,
0: you're not you're not pushing them out you're not doing it for like i'm i'm a person like my girlfriend like it's it got to the point where she was she was like it's enough like i think it's the funniest thing in the world and i'm like like i'm doing like da 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 like and doing the fart on the end like i think that's hilarious <laughs> it's funny i'm laughing <laughs> See. Funny. so let's see what the email is Jared thanks for doing God's work here's my question been with my boyfriend a little over a year we have seen a lot of different sides to each other good bad and the ugly and still love being together but I've never heard him fart oh so this is the opposite she's never heard him fart should I be concerned for context he has family in the UK but grew up in the Midwest I feel a bit more relaxed less classy when it comes to farting than he is lol what does this mean? I've asked him about his farting and he just says he is silent or farts in the bathroom. Is this a red flag? Thanks for everything. Not so silent, but deadly. So, what do you think? Is this a. Do you think this is an issue? To, like, do you think this is like holding back your social media from a girlfriend? Like, is this something to be concerned about?
1: I don't think so. I think it's fine. I, I could see how you would feel like, uh, you know, maybe there's an intimacy, you know, piece missing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I hear you fart, but. He could just be shy about that one thing, you know? If he's treating you right, I think that's fine, you know? I wonder when he says silent farts, does he, like, is that, like, does he hold his butt cheeks apart? How does he make it silent every time?
0: Well, that, I mean, I do the thing where, like, if I'm in close company, I'm, like, I'm tugging at the, you know, one of the cheeks to try and let that thing, like, seep out. Yeah, Yeah, a little, yeah, like a a balloon that you're, uh, you know, that you've untied. I, I... It's funny because some people just aren't farters, and and that's why I asked at the beginning, like like, what, are you a farter? I think like every I I, I think the word you use is perfect, intimacy, and it's hard because, like, we we get bogged down by the loud things we hear. So like, my boyfriend farts is an easy, relatable subject to talk about amongst mixed company. So it's easy to go, well, my boyfriend doesn't fart. And it's like, no, that's just the easiest thing to talk about. That doesn't mean you two aren't intimate. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's just simple, simple topic.
0: Yeah. So I understand the thought where you're like, well, what could be wrong if everyone else is out here just ripping them on each other? It's like, no, no, no. Everyone else is a better it that's a conversation that can be easily had or joked about or memed about or or put on out into the public you and him going you and him spending a night together holding hands that's neither interesting funny it's none of these things so no one's going to talk about that but that's just as intimate as him ripping a fart and laughing. While you smell, you know, how horrible it is.
1: Also, I mean, you know, you guys stay together long enough, you never know. You might regret wanting him to not fart. You know what I mean? <laughs> you might, you might like, Fuck, I wish you could go back to not farting.
0: Absolutely. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at com. Here's another one Slow Texter. Are you a. What's your texting?
1: my my text game could be a little bit slow my text Re- game
0: purposely or or not, by accident it's just it's just how you are
1: just how i am i'm not i'm not very good at responding to texts i do respond to them i will get to them but i mean i get to them almost the same speed people get to their emails like i it's very like it's like a really little, yeah i don't know i mean occasionally if you catch me my phone's in my hand you text me something interesting i'm going to text right back but a lot of times i miss texts
0: that's interesting do you read them and go i'll get to this when i get to it like i know some people that will read them go huh and not feel the need to write back ha ha do you know what i mean
1: no i don't do that no no so you're not
0: even you're not even looking at your phone
1: no um yeah i'm either not looking at my phone or the notification will come down and i'm doing something on my phone so i'll just like swipe it back up or i'll uh read it and then get distracted you know what i mean
0: so so you're not like – like I'm a little bit – I guess I I guess the description, I, I hate when people like self-diagnose, but I guess I'm – I would consider myself like a phone, a a uh, OCD person, where if there's that number in the right corner of the text box, I'm like, I got to get back to it. You're not that person.
1: No, no, not at all. Not at all.
0: Okay. Have, but – Right
1: now, who knows what the number is on my
0: oh, – Okay. Pick it up right now. What's the number?
1: All right. Let's see. We've got uh, – twenty
0: nine see that's crazy to me that's that's insane really? that's ins- that's yeah. insanity to me I, I I wouldn't be able to live with myself right now I would be I would have to stop this podcast and go we'll do this tomorrow
1: I'll live comfortably for about two days and then if it hits like thirty eight I'll be like oh maybe I should check maybe it's like oh
0: my God <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube, everyone just saw my reaction was total shock and awe. I I can't. So let's read this. Hey, Jared. Love the show. Long time listener. I've gone on three dates with a girl. So this is a dude email who is the slowest text responder I've met. We're both in our early 30s. She consistently takes anywhere from six to eight hours to respond to me. When we've hung out in person, I've actually never seen her use her phone. We've made out a few times, and we really seem to enjoy each other's company. I see some potential with her, but I'm wondering, is the slow texting a red flag? Is it something I bring up, or do I just take comfort in the fact that she's consistent when they're with the approach? Thanks for all the help. So what do you think, Eagle Wit?
1: I actually think that's not that bad. I, I get that you want to communicate with her, of course, girl you like or whatever, but I think that's not that bad. I think, if anything... <laughs> You know, I think a nice call, a FaceTime, that's refreshing.
0: And and just out of the blue, like what's going on? How are you? What's the call gonna be? I think
1: so. I mean, I've always noticed that whenever you especially like a like a well, sometimes not a FaceTime, but with a call, you know, girls are like they like it because they're like not used to it. Everybody's trying to text nowadays.
0: Sure. I'm with you. I, I, I like this email because the question isn't the question. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like the question this guy's asking isn't is it a red flag that she gets back to me slowly because guys ask questions guys are really tough with asking for dating advice <laughs> yeah. this guy and, and and that's why this show we get 86% female emails so when i get a dude email like this we have to kind of dig in he said he he's been on three dates with a girl and he says that they're both in their early 30s and he says that this could be we seem to enjoy each other's company and he's never seen her use her phone when they've hung out. But, uh, you know, they've made out and and hold on. We've hung out in person. I've actually never seen her phone. We've made out a few times and I see potential. This guy has to start with, I like this girl. Yes. I like this girl and I'm afraid that I like her. More than she likes me, or more than I should, or I'm getting a hot. I'm getting ahead of myself, which is a knack. Na- when a woman writes this email to us, it's different. It's just the, the woman spells it out. I like this guy. I see potential. I need. I don't want to get too ahead. I don't want to be crazy. The guy asked this, and he's like, "Is she crazy? <laughs> is she crazy? That no, she's just getting back. But crazy. <laughs> what's that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, you cut out." crazy i'm sorry forget how i feel is she crazy exactly that's exactly what he's doing and listen it's a guy thing it's an ego filled thing it's a i don't want to be vulnerable thing so i'm letting him off the hook but i would say to him start with talking to yourself i like her Mm -hmm. and what eagle just said what you just said is so true when you admit you like her Give her a call and show interest and and let her know, hey, I just wanted to check in with you. I was just thinking about something you said the other day or something happened today that made me think of you. Like, don't just call like, oh, I don't know. Hey, what's up? No.
1: <laughs> also, also, uh, if, she, if you see her whenever you guys go out, she's never on her phone. You know it's not a you problem. She just doesn't yeah. use her phone like that. And a girl who likes you, as long as she responds, that's proof that she likes you. I've always felt yeah. like she's just not going to respond ever.
0: Well, that's the thing. That's a, that's a perfect point to bring up because a lot of people, this guy titled it slow texter that some people will call that a bad texter. No, a bad texter is someone who like kind of answers you, doesn't give you any answers, never commits to anything. No, this is just her pace. You have to understand this is her pace. Understand you kind of like her. You, you, you know, you like her. You want to see where this could go. And remember, I would just lean on actual effort. And the actual effort is, will she make time for me when I ask her to make time? And, and lean on that. So you have to go, hey, like, so I would be more worried about next dates and less worried about idle chatter. So what's the next date? What's the next plan? You like her. Maybe you've been on three dates. Maybe it's a little bit more of a chilled out plan. Maybe it's a more loose plan. Maybe it's a daytime hang. Maybe it's a walk. Something you have to make the next step. I don't think this is a red flag, but I think this is you admitting, hey, I maybe need to open up a little more and be vulnerable and ask for things that she might say no to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yo, there's a reason why Jared guys why you guys love Jared. That was great advice.
0: (laughs) J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. Here with Eagle Wit at Eagle Wit Official. Go follow, go follow, go follow. The link in his bio will take you right to his 10-minute Comedy Central. We'll we'll call it a special because it is special. It looks great. It's a great bit. Go, 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 go watch it. Become an Eaglewood fan at Eaglewood official on Instagram. Help is their hope. Okay. That's the name of this one? That's the name of this one. Okay. We're, I think this is, okay, this might be from abroad, which I love in a broad email. The guy I am interested in just published a Facebook post on my uni's student group about a girl he talked to at a bus stop in the hopes of finding her. I can't believe it. I thought that only happened in rom-coms. Haha. I am sad. I thought I could maybe have a chance, but after this, I'm not sure. He is about 5 years older, but in the but is in his first year of uni same as me. I don't know if it matters, but maybe he's looking for someone older. Is there a chance? Should I be more intentional and transparent with my feelings so I don't regret anything? Or should I take this to mean that he is clearly not interested in look for someone else. I am afraid of being perceived as ridiculous for being interested in him or not taking a hint somehow would appreciate any help or insight. Not the girl from the bus stop, but love the pod. Thanks. So what do you think?
1: I feel like I've been very glass half full on all of these. Uh, Yeah. I don't think this is that bad either. I think, uh, you know, he's single, you know, people are going to continue to hunt while they're single, especially guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, doesn't mean that you're out of the race. It just means that, you know, he saw a girl he thought was hot, and wanted to see more. But also, you know, you gotta make yourself you gotta make him know that you're interested to some extent. You know what I mean? So he knows you're in the race.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm with you. I mean, the part of this email that is the most um that we know the least about is probably the most important. She writes, the guy I'm interested in. So we don't know what level of communication they've ever had. Are are you in his study group, uh, have you gone on dates? Have you hooked up? Have you never spoken to him once in your entire life? Are you as distant from him as he is from the bus stop girl? This Ooh. is like, you know, this is like looking through, you know, like, like a mirror that keeps going on and on and on. Like, it's like, you know, you're looking at him. He's looking at her. She's looking at someone else. Like, so we don't know. I, I, I would say to her, I I agree with Eagle, make it. This doesn't mean you're out. It just means he's out there looking. And again, he might have gotten as far along as you have. Mm-hmm. Right? She's emailing us about him. This is as much, this is similar to his post on Facebook, but. Oh, wow. That's true. That's
1: a, that's a, that's a very good point.
0: You know, like I, so I, I do think like it's, I, I do agree. Like I can't tell her how to feel like this does, um, this is disheartening to see that, like, oh yeah, he, he's attract. There's someone that he's literally attracted to that he's like looking for, and but she writes, "Help is their hope." There's hope, but you have you. There's only hope in you being willing to get turned down. Like, there's no hope if you're just gonna sit here and watch him make posts on Facebook for the rest of your life. You have to say that you you know right. You have to make a move.
1: Yes, there's like, no. We'll make a move.
0: Yeah, so, and, and that means losing, again, you said the guy I'm interested in. I don't know what your deal is with him or what your relationship with him is at this point, but you have to be willing to lose whatever that relationship is to maybe have a different type of relationship. But that's the only way it happens. The only way, gotta
1: take the shot, which you could possibly miss.
0: Yeah, and and, and it's like, hey, I if I were you, Hey, I wouldn't reference the Facebook post. I mean, what sucks is if you do pursue, he goes out with you, you're always going to be thinking, who is this other woman? What made him reach out? Like, you do have to be honest about it at some point, don't you think?
1: Uh, I don't don't know. Damn, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, it, it feels insignificant to me. It feels like, you know, maybe if you could just get your mind past it, you don't have to ever bring it up because then it's going to be like, well, were you watching that hard? He might look at you as like a jealous type of person. You know what I mean? He might judge you based off the fact that you actually paid that much attention to it.
0: Sure. It it, it really depends on the confidence level where, where we can't teach confidence, but like I do think a confident person could kind of laugh at the, the nature of it. Like I, like I think I could go on a date with a woman and have seen this post. I think, I hope I'm confident enough, even though Listen, we all have our confidence issues. I'm just saying. I think I would have the ability to go. I'm a great guy. If she's here on the date with me, that means she wants to be here. But I have to know what made you. <laughs> you know what made you go 90s rom com? What made you do the sleepers in Seattle? Like I would want to know. And it could be
1: a funny answer. It could, you know, it could be an answer what? that's that, conversation up.
0: Yeah, it, it would be good date conversation I would think. Like at the, at the end of the day you'd be like like if he gave like a fun answer to that, you'd be like, "Okay, I've gotten to know you more." But but you have to be unafraid of like you have to be able to sit on a date with someone. I mean, the reality of life is all of us are on dates with people that would fuck other people. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so like yeah, but that doesn't mean they don't want to fuck you. Absolutely. That's where I
1: think of this situation. I think like, yeah, he liked the girl, but that doesn't mean that you don't have a shot. You're still in the race too. Exactly. There's a million girls out here. There's billions.
0: The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy. New rear, new you. In 2021, don't just make a commitment to wash your hands every time you poop. Go the extra mile and wash your butt. I got to say, I love... Hello Tushy I am such a fan I I like any product that can help you help yourself okay what do you mean J Train what I mean is you get the Hello Tushy you're gonna feel better because now instead of rubbing sandpaper across your anus you got a cool stream of water that's cleansing you and it's gonna save you money you're going to use less toilet paper, and that's one of those things that you didn't think you wanted or needed to save um, save money on. You didn't think, oh, we got to cut down the toilet paper consumption. No, 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 no. You were like, this is how much we use. You didn't even know there was a way to save money with toilet paper, and now you do. And this is... A product that's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you look good because you're going to walk a little taller. You're going to be more confident. And it's going to make your wallet just a little bit heavier than it was last month. And I love that. The future of toileting has arrived. Okay, it's technically been around for centuries, but hideously expensive, costing thousands. Now, the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0. This is what I, this is another thing I like. I like that they keep improving it. They made a better mouse trap and then they were like, let's keep making better mouse traps. This is the 3.0 Modern Bidet Attachment is here to level the playing field. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. Flowers die and chocolates go stale, but a bidet is the gift your Valentine will be thankful for every day. It is a fun Valentine's Day gift. I mean, it is hilarious like you're buying someone A bidet for Valentine's Day. But it is a show of love. Hey, I want you to feel good. I want you to have this luxurious experience every single day. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of uh, fresh water. It cleans itself before and after it's used with the Smart Spray Automatic Self-Cleaning Nozzle. Love that. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80% people. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months because with Hello Tushy you don't wipe at all. You just poop, spray, dry, and go. I do a dab. You know, one square gets the job done. And sanitation is simple. The Schmutz shield offers easy cleaning and the knobs are naturally antimicrobial. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. So, listen people, that means it's going to work. They they trust it's going to work. They made a product that lasts because companies don't just do that. They don't just say... Give it a shot for 60 days. They don't just say, yeah, we're going to guarantee the 12 months. That's amazing. Already got a uh, tush on your pot, Upgrade to the 3.0 model. If you're new to the revolution, join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain. Let me say that again. Go to hellotushy.com slash J-Train to get 10, 10, 10, 10% off. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash J-Train for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash J-Train. The J-Train podcast is brought to you by Native Deodorant. Listen, new year, new me. I love having a goal of the new year, and one of those goals should be a fresh start. We all are looking for that, and maybe it's – I, I love little changes. I love going from you know the deodorant you've been using every day to a new, fresh-smelling one like Native because you know what? You need a change. You need a refresh. Native cares about what you put on your armpits. That's why their deodorants ingredients list includes things you actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. Another plus, none of their products are tested on animals. Almost everything is vegan. Native is a risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S., plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. That's great because I know a lot of people, they're like, okay, natural deodorant, I don't know. I was like you. And then they're, they're so confident. They're going to give you 30 days to try it out. Give it a shot. And, and let's, see what, let's see what it does. I'm telling you, I'm using it. I love it. The smells are great. They have different smells. You can get a few of them and kind of change it up. They, the, here are the options. They have a line of sensitive deodorants for people with baking soda sensitivities. That's great. And plastic free deodorants if you're trying to cut down your plastic consumption. Plus, even an unscented option if you're all about your natural scent. See, there we go. That's what I love Native. They have great scents, but they also have all these other options that make you feel good about buying it. And if you want to try something a little different, check out their rotational seasonal scents. I love that. Over Christmas, they had like a candy cane one. That was fun. It put you in the in the it, it put you in the the mood. You can even subscribe to native so you'll never have to sweat about running out of deodorant again. Make the switch to native today by going to native DEO. That's native com slash J Train. Or use promo code JTrain at checkout and get 20, 20, 20% off your first order. That's native com slash J Train or use promo code JTRAIN at checkout for 20% off your first order. podcast at gmail.com, podcast at gmail.com. Here with Eagle Wit, at Eagle Wit, official. Go follow, go follow. The special 10 minutes of your time to have a laugh? Oh, he's doing you a favor. It's in the bio of his Instagram profile. Okay, let's do this. How do old people date? Now, Eagle, you're a young gun. How old are you? I'm 26. You're 26. I'm 35. This is a person. I, I like where this is going because maybe you and I can give the different perspectives of a you know younger male, little bit older male yeah. because I think this, this email will work in great. Jared, feather feather to Jared and a regular and a singular feather to this week's honored guest. Okay, you get a feather, too. Tonight, I went on a date with a 40 year old guy and me, a 23 year old girl, is wondering what to expect. I have had a stomach bug and haven't eaten in four days, but went to get two drinks and I'm pretty saucy writing this email. Okay. (laughs) We didn't kiss at the end of the date. We were in his car because he drove me back to my car. So I don't know if there was really a good opportunity if it if I didn't lean in initially. I'm usually the one to make the first move, but the man was 40, okay? I was nervous. Listen, no no shame here. Anyways, should I expect to hear from him with the next few days? Should I text him first? If he doesn't text me first, what do I even say? I'm sure he doesn't want anything serious with a 23-year-old, but I thought he seemed pretty normal and fun. Honestly, would love for him to show me some tips and tricks in the bedroom. Thanks for all your wisdom, hammered and horny. So, I love this email, man. <laughs> it's, it's a good email. It has a lot of um it has a lot of awareness to it. I think she's being hard on herself when she's like what could a 40 year old want with a 23 year old? I I mean, I don't know. I, 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 if even at 35, I, I don't think I'm looking like, I, I'm, I have a girlfriend, but I'm saying, I, I think there would be a certain divide past a certain age. And especially like, I think everyone, like to me, 25 is like that age where you like, get over the hump into, like, having your own, especially for guys, I think. I mean, that's, like, a scientific fact, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just got out of a relationship with a girl who was, she just turned 21. So oh, wow. she was 19, and I'm 26. It's not crazy, the age difference. Like, I met her when I was 24. It's not the craziest age difference, but it was mentally, I could tell. I was like, oh, I should probably be with someone a little bit older. Like, it well, was
0: Listen, I I'm not proud of how immature I was at 23, but I I'll, I'll admit like opening a bill like at 23 like like figuring out like you know like like electric bills and like doing things on time and having a schedule that was all beyond me at 23. And I and I don't think that's I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to to think of someone in that at that age. Now. It is not.
1: It's like a harsh judgment of the person or their character. No. Just like it is what it is. It's like, you know, you know, it just is what it is. It's like a time thing. I don't know. It,
0: it's It just takes, you know, you got to like get, you know, it takes experience to realize the error of your ways. Listen, I woke up, th- I'm 35. I woke up this morning and I like, and it had been a while since I'd like made my list of things to do. And I was like, and then I made the list and I was like, man, what am I doing? I should be doing this. I feel so much better when I make my list. And it's like, even at 35, you're trying to improve, but it's only off the lessons of, you know, three weeks before.
1: So many lessons. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: So what do you think, you know, d- should she expect anything different from a guy older? You've been in a situation, you dated a younger woman. What What should she expect? I I I don't think, to me, I don't think it should be much different. But what do you think?
1: Um... I, I think for me it's more. It's I mean it's it's tough. I think uh, I think she's almost right. Well, it depends. Some guys like really younger girls, especially like you know, there's like forty year old guys out there that are you know into that um, and want to be in a relationship with a girl that's younger. And twenty three is not too bad, I guess. My 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 question is more of um. It seems like it, It's not even a question. It seems like she's okay with not getting more from him. Like she's very sure. like, Oh, so, you know, I'll throw the pussy. Like, whatever. That's what he wants. That's fine. <laughs> I, that's a cool concept that she's okay with that. She's like, all right. What,
0: well, the, yeah, her email does say, I'm sure he doesn't want anything serious with a 23-year-old, but I thought he seemed pretty normal and fun. Honestly, would love for him to show me some tips and tricks in the bedroom. Here's what I would say for her. And this is kind of a lesson for dating. It doesn't matter how old you are or how old the person. Worry about your own comfort and not the other person's comfort. And I think a lot of guys, I think like, I think anyone of a certain age is just done wasting time. I think what happens when you get into your 30s is like, you're like, I know what I like and I know what I don't like. I'm not going to waste my time on the things I don't like. Like, I'm not going to, you know, sit in a chair that isn't comfortable just to make someone else happy. So he, I think he's going to seem more selfish. Like, I think he's going to seem. Maybe more direct than guys you've dated that are younger, but I would tell her, and because I can only speak to the emailer, don't hold 23 against yourself. You you write, I'm sure he doesn't want anything serious with a 23 year old. That doesn't matter what he wants. What do you want? What's what is your thing that you're getting out of this? If it's you want fun, you you want you if you say in your email, normal and fun, and would love for him to show me tips and tricks in the bedroom. Let him know that. And let it be known. And don't sit here and be like, well, I'm just 23. No, 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 no. You're in it. You're in it with the dude. You know, a- act like you belong because you do.
1: That's a great point. I mean, you're at the date. You belong there. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You life. If you're a part of it, there's a reason you're there.
0: Yeah, so I, and I would even like... Again, this is an opportunity. Let's look at the opportunity in the learning experience. This is an opportunity to act more boldly. Act more on your feelings. You know, stop being worried about being too much or too crazy or too whatever. Because with this guy, you want fun and adventure and you... I would be so yourself that you can be comfortable being yourself with someone that you're looking to get more serious with. Like, this is an opportunity. Like, I'm not saying... Again, this could be misconstrued as that you're using the guy, but I don't think you are. I think you're showing this guy, like, hey, like I get to act like so myself because I kind of see you as a as a fun intermediary to until the people that I do hit it off with that are more my own age and and someone I do take seriously.
1: For sure, I think that's that's perfectly put right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's like the idea that he's gonna text differently. No, 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 no. A guy is a guy is a guy. He's gonna text how he texts. He's going to get weird when he's done hooking up and he he wants to break up. He's still a wuss when it comes to ending it. He's going to be the same. (laughs) A a 40-year-old is sadly very much the same as a 25-year-old.
1: Absolutely. That's so funny, the description of how we are but ending it is so true.
0: Oh, my God. Nobody fears an ending more than a guy. I mean, like this week, uh, Dale... And um, Claire from The Bachelorette just ended their relationship. And I given all of my opinions on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. But um, it was interesting, just now before we started taping, they released a statement. And Dale claimed to release a joint statement. And it's such a dude thing to be like, we both respect this relationship we both enjoyed it and then claire comes out and she's like so there was a quote-unquote mutual statement she's like no no no. here's my statement and it's like oh that's the that's the guy's worst fear It's just like oh okay wow. <laughs> yeah like oh all i wanted was this to be done with and it's like no she's like i'm not done yet so it, it is it it is a fear of a lot of men Train podcast, podcast at gmail.com here with eagle wit at eagle wit official go follow go follow go follow let's do this one it's a little bit longer is that okay
1: oh my god i'm excited i like these
0: okay recently married x keeps contacting me why uh-oh oh
1: oh, it's wait there's more right
0: oh there's an email (laughs) you ready
1: (laughs) i was ready to jump in i got so excited off that okay
0: okay here okay just wanted to start by saying I love your podcast. Wish I uh, would have discovered it sooner. Thanks for all that you do. So I started dating a guy when I was in college. We were in and on and off topsy-turvy relationship, she writes, for almost four years. Things ended very abruptly when he told me that he wasn't in love with me and he didn't want to see me anymore. Even though I was crushed, we would still sleep together every once in a while between other relationships and talk frequently because I was young and naive and hoping he would change his mind. Needless to say, the entire thing was very toxic and went on for way too long. For context, I'm not 27 and the end of our relationship uh, situation shit. She's really... I mean, she's put shit instead of ship at the end of all... I don't, she's... She's still a little angry about this, I think. Sounds a little frustrated. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Was over four years ago. So this was, she was 23 at the time when this was all going on. The reason I'm writing is because even after all the mess we went through, we still always remained friendly and would text every once in a while or message on Instagram. See, that's a problem. It's like, she said, listen, I'm, I can only speak to the emailer. I, I agree she's dealing with someone who didn't, do uh relationships in an adult way I'm not letting him off the hook but I can only speak to her she's calling it a relationship relationship you know whatever shit 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 but now they're messaging friendly and text every once in a while and it's like you have to let them know that this isn't a friendly place to text this this hurts you and I I don't think he again I'm letting him off the hook I guess someone could say like Jared don't defend I'm not defending him as much as I'm saying like you have to let someone know what they're putting you through, right?
1: Yeah, and it continues the toxicity when you just keep that line of communication open. I always, like, I'm a firm believer in when it's done, it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you guys are both completely over it, like completely, like no relationship talk, That uh, then you guys can be friends, maybe. But, like, way down the line.
0: So she writes, The messaging became more infrequent three years ago when I got a serious boyfriend who I'm still dating. And he began dating his now wife. About two years ago, I saw that he had gotten engaged. We hadn't spoken in a while. But I sent him a text to congratulate and wish him well and genuinely thought that would be the last time we ever spoke. Fast forward to a couple months later and he began reaching out to me more frequently. He would text me random things that reminded him of me and respond to every single Instagram story I posted. Uh Uh-oh. Even if it had to do with my boyfriend, as it got closer to his wedding, he was messaging me constantly. I was really confused by it and finally got up the nerve to text him and sent him a message that said the following. Hey, blank, I'm sorry if this seems forward, but you've been reaching out to me a lot lately and I just wanted to know if there's something you feel like you needed to say to me. I think that's very direct. I, I, like, when you send a message like that, Eagle, what is your first thought
1: uh, I don't know if she's going to like my answer, man. I, it,
0: but I think we're thinking similarly because I, I, I would like to hear what you think because when I see that message, that is, to me, it, it from his perspective, would sound like, tell me, yeah, it's an opening. Tell me you love me so I can run away with you.
1: A hundred percent. That's what it sounds like to me. I didn't want to say it, but that's what <laughs> what it sounds like
0: to me. Well, I'm saying we're too we say we're,
1: something romantic so we can leave our people for each other.
0: Give me the rom-com ending that I've been looking for. Listen, I don't mean to make assumptions on her problems, but I'm saying she wrote into this podcast, we're two straight men sitting here listening to the story. I asked you for your answer because I had a guttural response to it and I was looking to see, because maybe I'm wrong, but we are two men. How far away could we be from the douchebag that she's fucking dealing with? (laughs) We know how we'd
1: react to the email. I mean, that's how I'd see it. I'd be like, oh, she likes me. Oh, she still likes me.
0: Okay, so she writes, he didn't respond for an entire week, and when he did, it was in the middle of the night, and I'm pretty sure during his bachelor party. His text back just said, sorry, wasn't ready. Hold on. So she writes, hey, Blank, I'm sorry if this seems forward, but you've been reaching out to me a lot lately, and I just wanted to know if there's something you feel like you need to say to me. And then he takes a week, and on his bachelor party, a maybe sorry wasn't ready. Maybe she. Maybe he's saying I was I wasn't ready to respond to this, or he didn't have words. But but to me, when he writes "sorry wasn't ready," that is him being f- as flirty as her. Oh, her her opening. That's him engaging in the opening. Like if I'm her, I get that response, and I go, "Okay, maybe there's some sonnet that's being written, right?" Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean oh. and it's I mean, it's also such a tease, you know? It's such a like yeah. ease of communication that'll just keep you in.
0: Yeah, it's not it's shitty of him. Because it should be either run away with me, which that's a very low chance of that happening, or it should be I've gotten ahead of myself. I need to stop. I am sorry for intruding on your life. Consider this the last text I ever sent. That that's the only way to be kind of respectable at that point.
1: It should be, but that toxic energy carries forever, man. I, You know, you can't yeah. get – if something's toxic, it's toxic, and he, he's being toxic with that email response, I feel like. I feel like the whole thing's messy.
0: It's messy. So she writes, I thought this was an odd response, and I was sleeping when he sent it, so I didn't respond until the next day. In my head, I'm thinking, what the fuck? Ready for what? But I ended up just responding with, okay, I understand. Uh, go, with the, go with the first thought.
1: Uh. Shit
0: he never answered back. So we come to now and he's been married for about four months and we haven't spoken at all, which is fine with me. So he, he took that. So he, that basically chased him away, but that should, let me say to her, that should tell you everything. This is an impulsive text that he's sending you. You guys have an on and off relationship. He comes to you for a ride on the emotional roller coaster. That's the only answer because the minute you you did give him an opening, one that both Eagle and I understood as an opening for him to make his move and he chose wasn't uh, uh, wasn't ready. So just know he told you exactly what he's doing. With that response, because then four months goes by and he doesn't get in touch. And
1: that's the and that was the perfect analogy to the ride on the ro- emotional roller coaster because he just wanted to get up again. That's it. Yes, get up again, and then once he got there, he was content. And that's and a a, l- your feelings into your you know thoughts.
0: Yeah, and 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 it's also something that's relatable. Like I think a lot of people have that person that they go to that that is everyone has their roller coaster. Everyone has their person that they like, ah, I I know we're not going to be together, but I'm sending this text because this is fun. And and both people engage in it because it's fun for both of them. And there's the hopeful, you know, kind of like you're a little bit naive, but like you're a little bit hopeful that maybe this is the time. And it's like it sucks because – I, I understand. So she writes, so we come to now, he's been married for about four months and we haven't spoken at all, which is fine with me. Then last week, completely unprompted, he liked two old photos on my Instagram. He's back. He's in line for tickets. Please. oh man. This confused the hell out of me and I want to know what. You, if you have any idea about what he could possibly still want. Is he trying to get my attention so I'll message him? Is he just fucking with me? I don't get it. My boyfriend thinks that maybe he wants to apologize for all the shit he put me through or that he'll, he still loves me. I don't think either of those are true. However, that makes no sense to me because he's married and also told me he didn't love me a long time ago. Would love to know what you think about what he, what he, what he could possibly want to say to me after all this time. Thank you in advance. So, Eagle, considering these, so his most recent action after not talking to her for four mu- after being married for four months, running away from her opening that she kind of gave now he likes two po- old photos on Instagram. What's he doing?
1: This could be this could be the the thirsty dude that I am, but I it is I, this is a lot to say, but I, I think he wants to fuck. I think I think he wants that old hookup back. I think he's a little bored in his marriage. You were pro- you guys probably had a great sex life together because toxic relationships tend to do that. Um and he probably just wants he wants a rerun real quick. But I mean, he doesn't I don't I don't think he, he really wants you back back. I don't think so.
0: The the best thing. You're exactly right. I think the most the most uh, true words you said is real quick. This is all he wants. It's a he, this he comes back to this relationship again. We'll go back to the roller coaster metaphor. He's coming back for another ride on the loop-de-loop and he wants a little marriage is consistent. Marriage is a little bit boring. Marriage is comfortable. There's not a lot of loop-de-loops when you're in, when you're married. And especially if he has kind of trained himself to use you for excitement over these past years. Wow. So I would say that it's not that he loves you because he already had the chance You gave him the chance to express his love. He ran away from that. So he doesn't love you. He's not here to apologize because I don't think he realizes how destructive his behavior is. And that's, again, someone could look at me and go, Jared, you're giving him, um, you're letting him off the hook. Okay, I think he realizes it's destructive what he's doing, but I don't think he realizes the severity of the destruction.
1: I think he's too selfish to realize. He's, he's in his own, he's thinking for himself, he's thinking about himself. He's not thinking about you. So he can't. A-
0: absolutely. You're, you, Eagle, you, you nailed it because this is all narcissism. This is all, I feel bored. I need excitement. Let me go to the person that excites me. And again, like this is why it's so difficult. He thinks you're hot. He thinks you're fun. He thinks you're um, a, a, a trustworthy person. But that isn't what he's coming for. That's why he comes, but that's not what he's coming for to, like, enjoy forever. So, again, I don't know what else we can say. To me, if I'm her, you got to block on everything and you got to end it with him because you gave him the last text you sent where, you know, you you said anything to say to me, you got your answer from that text, even though he didn't give it. You need to send one more text or you need to either block on everything, phone, Instagram, everything. You either block on everything and just get away from it or you give yourself an ending and you go, hey, I just saw you like my pictures. It is actually destructive to me and my current relationship. You, you've done this a lot through our history. Every time you come back, it kind of puts me in a place that I don't like to be. I'm asking you to stop. I am ending this between us. I do not want to hear from you again.
1: That's, I mean, that's as straightforward as you could be. I don't see a problem with that route. And I also don't see a problem with the blocking route. I kind of think your route is even better though. The straight up communication, so matured, so like put the law down. And then if it goes further, then you can start like blocking or whatever. I think that's the best way.
0: Yeah. I And it's, it's hard. This is easier advice to give than it is to take because it's such a long thing. But I, I mean, we answered this along the way. It was, uh, it's, it's all you could do. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. People, we all are a little bit aware of being watched online. I I can tell you right now, you pick up your iPhone, you sign into Instagram, all the ads are something you've been thinking about that week. You've been Googling that day. And that gets a little a little worrisome. I'm with you. I don't want people watching my every move. Does it make sense that the same company who controls half of online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home? What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of the internet searches, runs your email services, and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone? Big tech is more powerful than most countries are, and they profit by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and these tech juggernauts, and that's why I use expressvpn think about how much your life is on the internet sadly every site you visit video you watch or message you send gets tracked and data mine are you sweating a little bit now i didn't mean to worry you but we got to let you know that these things are happening and if you're sweating right now expressvpn is where you got to turn but when you run expressvpn on your device the software hides your ip address something big tech can use to personally identify you so expressvpn makes your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers expressvpn also encrypts 100 percent of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network and expressvpn does all this without slowing your connection that's why it's rated the number one vpn service by cnet and wired what i like most about expressvpn is how easy it is to use download the app on your phone or computer tap one button and you're protected love that so stop handing over your personal data to the big tech monopoly that mines your activity and sells your information. Protect yourself with the, with the VPN I trust to keep me safe online. Visit expressvpn.com slash JTrain. That's dot vpn.com slash JTrain to get three extra months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash JTrain right now to learn more. J-train Podcast at JTrainpodcast.gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Eagle wit at Eagle wit official on Instagram. The special is in his bio. Let's do one more email. Is that okay? One
1: more, One I love it. This is so fun. Okay.
0: I'm happy you're enjoying this is um this email and we're going to do it. has a screenshot. I'm going to send you. Okay. Let me send you this email. Is that okay? Oh, you, bro. Okay, hold on. This is always the part that takes me a little bit longer. Okay, this is good. It's a little bit sexy time. I think we'll have some good opinions on this.
1: Where are you sending it? You uh, DM. I it? just
0: I emailed it to you. It,
1: perfect.
0: Okay, so I'll start reading the email while you get the email. It's got an attachment. We'll put it on the screen. All this stuff. You ready? Hi, Jared. You usually suggest talking openly to your partner about what you want in bed. I did the whole I had a dream last night thing to bring up some handcuff restraint idea that we've touched on. See, screenshot. So to update the listeners that may not know, I have said to people that if you want to like let your significant other know about something you'd like done, you let them know, you tell them exactly what you want done in bed but through a dream you had. And you end it with explain the dream explain why it was so hot to you and then just say I'm so wet or hard right now just like let them know and then they should pick up on that and be like let's recreate it tonight basically let me give you your dream is is what the partner you would like the partner to do should I'm not gonna say should you know they're gonna respond kindly whatever so let's read the the text you ready I'll be her you be him okay you were in my dream last night, monkey over the with hand over the face emoji.
1: What was it, babe?
0: You handcuffed me, haha, which I've never done before. And you we should be playing sexy music over this. I hope we're playing sexy music. Okay. You handcuffed me, which I've never done before. And you did that thing where where we're laying side by side and you wrap your legs around mine and hold my arms back. And then it's a sweating emoji. And then she wrote kinky thoughts, spelled thought.
1: Hmm, let's do that. Dreams
0: to reality. I'd be nervous, but down. Ha ha. (laughs) Listen, this sounds promising. This sounds exactly what I, right? That's great. This is working out. This is going according to plan. He even wrote, you know, a, a, an R and B lyric, "Dreams to Reality" at the end. I love that. That's a that's a, contra- that's a binding contract. That is beautiful. yeah. She writes, I got a good response, but now I feel so embarrassed, LOL. I regret saying it. I doubt it helps that I grew up in a religion that demonizes sex. I've never said stuff like this, and I'm wondering what he thinks of me now. It reminds me of when you come after watching some gross porn, and are like, what the fuck was I watching that? Yikes. Ha ha, just me? (laughs) No, you're not alone. I think we've all been there. We all do that. Uh, Right? So (laughs) let's let's start by letting her know. Even the joke she wrote, she wrote, ha ha, just me. We have all watched kinky porn that we've shut the computer and gone, what have I done? <laughs>
1: yes, 100%.
0: So so let's start at we, I, I don't think she wrote anything wrong in her text. I don't think she is, has anything to feel embarrassed about, but you can't tell someone how to feel. But I think we, I want to give, I want to let her off the hook because right now we're two men sitting here going, sounds perfectly, nothing here sounds weird.
1: He is not judging you harshly at all. If anything, he's probably super excited by this
0: side of you. Absolutely, she writes. My question is, what happens if someone isn't into what you suggested? Also, the other way around. I know that he said sounds agreeable, but you, but only you know how your partner texts you. And into a rando, it seems supportive. But I know he te- how he texts, and he seemed a little weirded out. Anyway, to back to back out of this or let him know it's just an idea not something I'm like dying to do. If it matters we've been dating since Biden's win so over 2 months ago. That's I like she's time time is in Biden wins so over 2 months ago. He was actually my Airbnb host so we were living together for about 5 weeks. Definitely sped up our relationship feels like it's been much longer. Signed cringing hard. Thank you love all your stuff. So what do you think?
1: First of all, Airbnb host Wow, that is like, that's hot kind of in itself. It's kind of interesting. That's like a movie or something.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, second of all, I, I mean, I don't know how he texts. I don't text the guy, but it seems like the text seems fine. I mean, you know, the, mm, that's, you know, something I'll text him a little turned on, the triple M. Uh, dreams to reality sounds like he's he's with it. What was it, babe? Sounds sweet. I mean, he
0: doesn't, it seems. Well, Here's what here's what she tried to do. She wrote... I know he sounds sounds agreeable, but only you know how your partner texts you into a rando. It seems supportive. But I know he sat, how he texts and he seems a little weirded out. No, 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 no. Don't do that to yourself. Here's here's what I'll say to her. Here's my response to her response is you're texting differently than you. So why wouldn't he text differently than you?
1: Ooh. Also,
0: right. Also, also, text has no tone.
1: Always remember that. Always remember well, zoom off of a text. That's a bad assumption.
0: But that, that's the thing. Text has no tone and you are texting. You said this is outside of how you've ever been. This is Your whole email is on the subject of this is something I've never really done before. So you've never texted like this before. So you don't know how he responds to this text.
1: You don't, you've never ever brought this to him. So how would you know how he responds to
0: it? Exactly. So maybe I. I, So it feels like, and I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm going to. You're in your head a little bit. You're you're trying to. And what I would say to you is, you have two people sitting here going, "This sounds great." I and and she says, "What uh, my what happens if someone isn't into what you suggested?" I don't think that's really. To me, I think most guys and Eagle, you can give me your opinion on this too. I want your opinion. Most guys love that women are just thinking about it. Love that you're taking s- – we want a director. We want someone. Even if it's off the board, something we never thought of them doing, we're going, okay. Like I think there's I, – I. and again, you need to – Eagle, do you agree with that or, or disagree?
1: Very hard to uh, make a guy sexually uncomfortable, especially through like a text. We're just – I joke about it on stage. We just get more and more hyped up, even if it's something that we didn't think about. It's just yes. that you're like thinking of us sexually and trying to explore different ideas sexually.
0: Absolutely. And I would say to you, what you need to do is just let them know how embarrassed you are about it. I think that's okay. It's not, I would, don't take it, to me, you could take back whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But if this is something you really want, which is it is something you texted him, own that you want it, but also let him know how nervous you are to let him know that. Because the minute you're vulnerable, then he can let you know, then he, vulnerability produces vulnerability. So yeah. if you're if you're sitting there going, I'm just so nervous, I've never texted like something like that before, but I trust you and I like you so much and I, I'm so physically attracted to you that I, for whatever reason I felt comfortable telling you. And he will, a good partner will go, I'm so happy you told it, me. Let's let's take it slow. Maybe we start with me holding your arms instead of going straight to handcuffs. Maybe we start with, you know, and it, I think that's a, now that it's out there, you've done the hardest part. The, let's do the second hardest part, which is letting him know, like, I just want to let you know, this is kind of outside of what I used to, but I felt comfortable doing it with you.
1: And that's going to be nice. I feel like that's a nice thing to hear as a boyfriend. You're like, oh, wow, we're we're at that. You know, you feel that comfortable with me. That's hot. That's nice. It's beautiful.
0: I'm with you. J Train Podcast at GMA.com. J Train Podcast at GMA.com. Eaglewood, thank you for coming on. This was fantastic. Right,
1: thank you so much for having me.
0: Everyone go follow Eagle at Eaglewood Official. Go, go, go on Instagram. His Comedy Central special is in the link of his bio. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday and Thursdays. We'll be back next episode. Boom.